0: Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that? found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual Each week, my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday, because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Welcome to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. So did the title of this episode trigger you? It might have, and that's okay, because I really wanted to get your attention. This is an important topic. If you're listening to this in real time or anytime in 2021 or probably even going into 2022, um, masks are all the rage these days. They have been. And it's really kind of funny, but just a little over a year ago, we never would have imagined what a hot topic they would become. But those are not the masks that I'm talking about today. What I am talking about is the unseen mask that most people wear and that they have been wearing for most of their lives. I did it. I did it myself. I did it for years, especially when I was married. I put on, it's so funny, I I remember this so clearly, but I put on such a, quote, happy face that when I told people I was leaving my marriage, they were shocked Because they had no idea what was really going on in my life because I kept it all inside. That was so unhealthy, but it was what I, it was all I knew back then. I have seen people wearing these, I call them invisible masks for years in my paralegal work. And I see people wearing them in a whole lot of ways in the bereaved mom community. But all you have to do is look on social media. They are everywhere or the media in general, Um, but I'm not going to even get into the media in general, but look on social media. All the pretty pictures people post of their lives, the curated Instagram feeds, it's not healthy. It leads to such a um, negative comparison rabbit hole that you can go down. It leads to us feeling like we can never, ever measure up to other people. It causes so many worthiness issues. It does this for younger people. And it also does that, does it for those of us who are getting up there in age too. So what are these masks that I'm talking about? The easiest example that I can give you is when someone asks you, how are you? And we respond with that automatic, oh, I'm fine when we aren't, when we're often far from fine, or when we are anything but fine. And what exactly is fine anyway? Um, You know, fine is not an emotion. It's usually a way of avoiding, well, everything, basically. Avoiding being honest with whoever's asking, and more importantly, avoiding being honest with ourselves. And yet, you know, it's, it's sad, but I'm going to say it. We all do it. We all say it. Men, women, children, adults, teens, we all wear masks to hide our emotions. And this came up for me this week because, well, this is a topic I had on my, my very lengthy and growing list of things to talk about on the podcast. But I was with my grandchildren um, on Tuesday and my, my oldest grandson, well, both of them when they got up. Um, The younger one gets up very early. He's 10. The older one is a teenager. So yeah, doesn't get up quite so early. But when each of them got up and came out to say hi to me and I said, hi, how are you? Fine, grandma. Okay. You know, maybe they are doing well, but again, fine is not an emotion. So we all do it. We all wear masks to hide our, our true authentic emotions. But why, why do we do that? And what are we hiding under our masks? Well, so I wrote down a list of, I mean, there are a lot of reasons why, you know, the easiest things that came up for me. And again, I'm using my, my own experience and also clients I've worked with through the years, both in my healing business and my paralegal business. But, you know, we don't want to be a burden to anyone else right we don't want to admit to anyone else including ourselves that our life is imperfect or that we might need help or that we're having a bad day we also don't want to look like we're less than other people you know we we tend to think because everybody else is wearing a mask that everybody else has it all together let me look Let you in on a little secret. No one has it all together. And again, I speak from my own experience, but I have worked with some very, very wealthy people in my paralegal career and in my healing business, but especially in my paralegal career. They wear the mask. They have the issues that I'm talking about. At our core, we are all souls living in this human existence that are all struggling with something or another. And then what? What are we hiding? You know, underneath the mask, I found are things like hurt, fear, trauma, anger, um, disappointment or disillusionment, and a deep, profound sadness. There's such a sense of a pervasive sense of sadness in this world, and Usually we can mask it pretty well. We can hide it. We can, you know, shove it off to the side and ignore it until we can't. And that usually happens when we experience some kind of deep, profound sadness, uh, loss or grief or or trauma. I just totally, totally stumbled, stumbled over all those words. But when we experience some kind of really deep and profound loss or trauma, you know, and I mean, so many other things are hidden beneath these masks as well. And like I said, I used to do this. I'm sure I still do it at times, but I do it a lot less often than I did in the past. In the past, I wasn't even aware of doing it. I just did it out of habit. And that is, I think, what why most people do it. They don't realize it. They're not aware of it. It's just a habit. Somebody says, oh, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Okay, again, fine is not an emotion. So, how are you really? And some people ask that question out of a sense of just habit or obligation. And you can tell when someone is very sincere in wanting to know how you are or not. So, that's a whole different tangent that I won't go down. Um, But, you know, as I started on my spiritual journey, I began asking myself why I would just out of habit say I was fine. And Some of the answers and who did I ask? I asked, like I say, I asked myself, but I was asking my higher self. I would journal about this. I would meditate on it and then I would journal about it. And I went back through some of my journals um, this weekend and I found some of the answers and some of the answers that I received from my higher self were really surprising. Probably the biggest one, and I mentioned this a few minutes ago, but I'm sure this is true for most people, is that I didn't want to look less than anyone else. I thought that I had to be perfect. I put on this perfect image or persona for everyone because gasp, isn't everyone else's life perfect? Again, back to social media and what people put on there. So back when I went through my divorce, it was 2008. Social media was brand new. I don't Remember when I joined Facebook? I don't remember if it was in 2007 or 2008, but it was right around then. Um, And it wasn't anything like it is today. I don't remember when I got on Twitter, maybe 2009. I'm not even on Twitter anymore. Um, Instagram wasn't around. And so it was more for the people in our everyday lives that we did it for back then that I did it for back then, and I'm sure you can relate, but now it's mainly on social media. Now, I do want to say though, that many people will swing the complete opposite way with this. There's a difference between being authentic in your your responses and in what you put on social media or, or how you respond to people in your life and being a drama queen, or wanting attention, or over-dramatizing and catastrophizing everything. Everything. And there are people who do that too. So yes, I share the good and the bad parts of me and my life on social media these days. Does that mean that I share everything? Absolutely not. Especially when other people are involved. I respect their privacy. But here's the thing. I can still talk about my own experience and how things are affecting me without even mentioning anyone else, without even mentioning anyone else's involved at times and without being passive aggressive, because I see a lot of that on social media as well. It's really fascinating to watch. And again, this is about, and this is not coming from a place of ego. It's just, it's just my experience, but when you elevate your, your consciousness You're able to look at things from a different vantage point and with different eyes. Doesn't mean that anyone is better than anyone else. It doesn't mean I think I'm better than anyone else because I certainly don't. But I share all of this with you to help you increase your awareness and consciousness because that's how we heal. Okay, that's how we heal. And that's why this is so important. So... Something I do that I invite you to do is this. Before I post something on social media, I ask my higher self if I'm doing it for attention or if I'm doing it from a place of ego, of wanting to be right, of wanting validation for something, or am I doing it because everyone else is saying or doing it? That There's a lot of that going on these days. Um, you know, wanting to jump on the bandwagon. I've never been a bandwagon kind of gal. I will tell you that even from the time I was young, if there was a hairstyle or a clothing style that was all the rage, I didn't participate in it. I didn't want to be like everyone else. I might do it later on after people had moved on to something else. But at the time, something is quote popular or in style or in vogue or however you want to phrase it. I wanted no part of it. I'm still that way. Part of that is the Aquarius energy in me, Um, but I don't want to be part of the crowd. It doesn't mean that I'm not aware and I'm not paying attention and I'm not doing things in my own way. I just might not be doing them in the way that other people are doing them. And, you know, then I ask, am I sharing from a space of authenticity, of, Um, almost of is, is this where I'm at right now? Like, okay. There are times where life sucks. There are other times where it's beautiful, whatever it might be. Is that where I'm sharing it from, from a true place of authenticity that this is where I'm at right now, because there are times where life is beautiful and there are times where life is messy for everyone. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you're looking at that you've maybe put on a pedestal and think, oh, but you know, her life is perfect. She has X, Y, and Z, but you don't know what struggle she goes through on a daily basis. You don't know what struggle she's been through in her life, what trauma she's experienced in her life. I also ask myself, you know, is this in alignment with my values, my mission, my intentions, my desire to inspire and serve others? I do that with this podcast. Everything I share on this podcast, I filter through that lens. I ask am I coming from a place of of service or a place of ego? And there are topics that I have I have taken off the list because I realized they were coming from a place of ego. That's not serving the people I want to serve. And that's me being authentic. And when I'm clear on my intention for posting, then I post. Sometimes it's to inspire others. Sometimes it's to show that my life isn't perfect, that while I do have a strong connection with my son in spirit, I still miss him being here physically. And it hurts like crazy. There are times where it's really, really difficult, where I have those those days where I'm crying a lot, where the pain is overwhelming. Um Sometimes... I post to brag on my grandchildren. For me, as long as my intention comes from a conscious, loving space that's authentic, then I feel good about that. And the same is true when I answer that question How are you? Sometimes I'm really fine and I'm doing well, other times, not so much. In the past, definitely the past two and a half years, um, and a few years before that, probably since my mom left this life, but definitely since Greg left this life, I have cried in front of people I never would have imagined that I would cry in front of. But when they ask me and I'm having a really challenging day, it just happens. And so instead of sucking it up and holding back the tears and say, oh, I'm fine, I let the tears come up. And I express whatever I'm experiencing that day. It might be sadness. It might be frustration. It might be, I don't know, whatever it might be. But I don't sugarcoat it like I would have in the past. So please take off your mask, whatever mask you're wearing. Do the healing work. That's how I took off my mask. I did my healing work. I continue to do my healing work do your healing work so that a smile can creep in from time to time so that mm, so that laughter can bubble up and out when when you're feeling like laughing without feeling guilty for laughing do it so that the joy can swell within you again and so that you can express that joy again without feeling guilty like oh my god you know how can i feel joy when XYZ happened to me. No one else can do this grief or trauma journey for you. No one else can walk this healing journey but you. People can walk it with you. I have a lot of people walking this journey with me, but my journey is unique to me because while I walk this the journey with a lot of other bereaved moms... No one else has had the same life experiences that led up to my son leaving this life as I had. And I haven't had the same experiences leading up to other bereaved moms' um, children leaving this life the, w- the way that they have. And so everyone comes to everything in life with their own experiences that that shape them, that form them into who they are. You have to be willing to drop the mask, to ask for help, to seek out mentors who can share the tools with you that will help you. But no one can heal you except for you. And that's something that I didn't understand way back in the beginning of my journey, especially after my, right after my divorce. I was looking for answers outside of myself. I was looking for people to heal me, to fix me. Forget the fancy word of heal, but really to fix me. And to solve my problems for me, instead of looking for people who could, who could light the way and share the tools that would help me heal myself. There's a very fine distinction between those two things. And then ask yourself, what are you avoiding by wearing the invisible mask that you're wearing? Because that's ultimately why we do it. We're avoiding something. But don't judge yourself when you ask yourself these questions. Just be curious so that you can find what's underneath that mask. Because that's when you can begin to heal. That's when you can begin to seek out the mentors and the the people who've walked the path before you who can light the way to help you. And then ask yourself this question. How much are you willing to allow yourself to heal? Because as long as you're wearing a mask you're blocking your healing. Again, that mask can be the I'm fine mask, or it can be the over-dramatizing, everything is a catastrophe type of mask. It's different for everyone, and it's different for each of us at different times, at different points along the way. And I just looked at over at my clock. And as I finish this episode, it is 11, 11. And that is one of the signs that my mom has given me from the other side for years. And so I think that's a beautiful way to end this episode. Um. Yeah. I, I just really invite you to ask yourself those questions so that you can begin a different kind of healing journey. So that's all I have for you this week on this episode of Grief with Grace. Until next time, I am sending you all so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at, at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded and please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.